How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I am your host, Dr. Rob, and as always, I'm excited and happy to be with you today to bring you another one of my compelling top topics. First of all, I'd like to say and wish you all a very happy and healthy new year as we are rolling in to the year 2022. Can you imagine that? That doesn't even sound right. What year is it? 2022. Wow. I come from a time when it was 1977, 1976 to say, you know, 2022. It just really sounds, it just sounds unreal. It's hard to believe, but yes, indeed, I am still here and so are you. And so today I bring you another top topic, which is only you can be there for you. Now, what do I mean by that? I will explain, of course, as the show goes on, because this this topic was actually inspired by, I guess, what I could call some gossip. I was uh, on the Internet, and I came across this topic as it relates to one Jalen Rose. And just for those of you who may not follow sports, Jalen Rose is a former member of of what was known as the Fab Five, a famous uh, group of five young, talented athletes out of Detroit, Michigan, who played for uh, the Michigan Wolverines. And then Jalen and some of his other members of the Fab Five went on to play in the NBA and has since retired. And so as the story goes, Jalen Rose and his soon-to-be ex-wife, Molly Curum, who is the moderator on First Take with Stephen A. Smith on ESPN. Now, let me just say this. For the record, I like to mind my business. I'm not one to gossip, and I respect people's privacy and their business. However, this topic got my attention because from what I understand and what I was reading is that Jalen Rose 
experienced the he lost his his mother passed away in 2021 <clears throat> excuse me uh, as a result of her long battle with cancer and he also lost his grandmother in 2021 as well so as a result he was hit pretty hard by the loss of his grandmother and his mother and as a result i guess of his struggle with grief and mourning somehow Jalen determined or decided that his wife Molly Karam, who is a busy sports analyst on ESPN, just as he is, it, it came out that he has been separated for his wife and has recently filed for divorce because she was not there for him during his time of need regarding you know the loss of his mother and grandmother now i'm really not sure what to make of that 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 one would separate from his wife and and file for divorce based on the idea that according to him that she has not been there for him and so with that said this story takes on another spin as well. So not only did Jalen Rose leave his wife because of so-called lack of support for him during this tough time, but also one year after being separated from her and filing for, for divorce, Jalen Rose is also, or I should say supposedly, upset with the co-host of First Take, Stephen A. Smith, based on rumors that Stephen A., that Jalen, I'm sorry, Jalen Rose is has heard rumors, I guess, from other staff members and friends that that Stephen A. Smith and his soon-to-be ex-wife is having an affair. And and he's upset about that. So picture that. I want, I want you to think about that. Here a guy leaves his ex-wife for lack of support, I guess, you know, whatever that means, during you know, a tough time that he's gone through based on the loss of his mother and his grandmother. I just find that to be very suspect, and I, I, and I will address that shortly. But I want to, I just would like to, if I could talk to Jalen right now, I would, I would ask him, Jalen, how do you leave your wife for lack of emotional support during a tough time and then get upset that she may be involved with a co-worker, Stephen A. Smith, no less? I mean, think about this. He had the audacity to leave his wife. 
not his girlfriend, but his wife, because as he believes, she was not there for him. Now, if he is so distraught about the loss of his mother and grandmother, how does he somehow come out of that funk to find the time to be mad at Stephen A. Smith because of rumors that he may be having a so-called affair with his wife? That is like, what? I mean, that is just a real maligned way of thinking. I mean, let me let me just put this in perspective. He breaks up with his wife. This is his family because his wife was not there for him. So she must be a terrible person. But somehow you stick your head up to see who's trying to get at her. My brother, Jalen Rose, you know, I don't know you personally, but I've seen your work in college and, you know, in the pros and the NBA. But there is something fundamentally wrong with that. And let me just also say for the record, you know, this podcast really, you know, I like this podcast to be a, a learning experience, an educational experience. Because what, what this subject really has to do with is really understanding the effect that our, that our emotions can have on us if we allow that to happen. And so it's important to, to learn how to exercise perspective to manage our emotions. I mean, think about this. It's bad enough that this brother lost his mother. And then you compound that with the fact that he also lost his grandmother. So now the two most important, the two most important women in his life, he lost by way of death. So then he takes it upon himself to eradicate the third most important woman in his life. I, you know, I guess in theory you should say the wife is the most important, but based on his behavior, you would have to say that the pecking order would be his mother, grandmother, and then his wife. But at any rate, he lost his mother his grandmother, and then he voluntarily eradicated the relationship with his wife because she was not there for him regarding his losses. I mean, what does that even mean that somebody was not there for you? I'm like, really, what does that mean? This reminds me of a of a scene in the movie that I saw, and you, you may be familiar with this, the Love and Basketball, where Omar Epps and Sanai Lathan, here they were both on scholarship at, at USC in California, 
and Omar Epps in his character Q. He learned that his father was cheating on his mother, and the, and the guy really looked up to his father. He had a great relationship with his father and his mother. So he learns that his his father cheated on his mother, and he was hit pretty hard. This is you know this is the scene in the movie. So his girlfriend Sanai Latham, she has a curfew that she has to meet in terms of you know she was on the the girls' basketball team. So Omar wants to stay out all night and sulk in his wounds about the idea that his parents are divorcing. And he's heard about that, and that's understandable. But then his girlfriend says, you know, she informs him that she cannot be out with him all night because she has curfew. She doesn't make curfew. She doesn't play. She's there on a basketball scholarship. So when we are going through what we go through, that is what we are going through. That is our pain, our suffering, and we also determine when and how we are going to be able to to get out of our feelings. And so in this scene, as you may recall, Omar Epps, he broke up with his girlfriend because he said that she was not there for him because she had to live her life and make curfew. There's something wrong with that that we could find that we are so in our feelings, so hurt by a life circumstance, by a loss of a loved one, by a divorce of our parents, that we now, in our hurt, we use our hurt as a weapon to hurt those who love us and are trying to love us the most. So he breaks up. With his girlfriend because she has to make curfew. And in his mind, like in Jalen Rose's mind, although I don't know all the details regarding Jalen Rose's circumstances, other than it has been reported that he broke up with his wife because she was not there for him. I mean, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. Because you see, even when somebody is there, for you, you can still feel all alone. And if that is the case, how can they be there for you? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a therapist myself. I understand this whole scenario that we all need someone. Some of us turn to the Lord. Some of us turn to therapy. And some of us learn how to handle things themselves or ourselves but the point here is that only you i'm going to say that again only you can be there for you and that is very important to understand what i'm saying that only you can be there for you and with that said i'm going to step aside and let a promo in And we'll pick up the discussion on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? 
Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, welcome back. So, before the promo... We left off talking about that only you can be there for you. Now, what does that mean? I think it's important to understand the the powerful effect and impact that our emotions can have on us, on our mind, our body, and soul. And and I think we, we take for granted, not only do we take for granted, but we just are not even aware of the power of our own emotions. You see, everything about your life is about you. Why you sad, that's about you. Why you happy, that is about you. Why you got fired, how you got hired. She broke up with you, you broke up with her. Your mother dies, your child is born. As the saying goes, Excuse me. It is not what happens to you. It is how you respond to what happens. Period. You see, ladies and gentlemen, your happiness is your responsibility. If you are not happy, can you blame me? Hell to the no. If you allow yourself, after a loss, to plummet into a state of no return regarding your happiness, that is on you. Now, I don't mean to sound cold and callous when it comes to your feelings. That's not what I'm doing at all. Because, see, I know what it is to lose someone. By now... If you've listened to my podcast and know enough, you know you'll know that I lost my mother. My mother died suddenly when I was nine, and my sister overdosed on heroin when I was twelve. And even as an adult, I I lost my firstborn son. So I understand totally what it is to experience a major loss in your life. But the point here is that you are in control of all of that, period. 
And as much as, you know, I might sound like I'm a little hard on the subject, that's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to bring some truth. I'm trying to bring some some reality to the idea that our emotions are just that. They are our our emotions, and you are in charge of your emotions. And no matter what I do not do as a person who is there for you, how can I be blamed for not being there for you when, in fact, when you slip into darkness, then in many ways, you are not there for you. And that is the only way that another person can be there for you is if you are there for you. You have to be open to the process. You see, the truth of the matter is, as sure as we are born, we are going to die. If your mother is 99 and a half years old and she dies, and you struggle to mourn properly toward your healing, how is it that I am not there for you? Or, in this case, Jalen Rose's wife is not there. But we're going to move past the idea of of Molly Karam not being there for Jalen Rose because, see, this, this topic is really bigger than that particular situation, but it's that situation that inspired this podcast today, this this topic, that only you can be there for you. So if you have time in your grief to blame others for not being there, I, I think about this. Then, as I said before, there is something fundamentally wrong with that. Everything about your life is about you. The choices you make, the risk you take. Now, as I said earlier, I understand that at some point in life, we all need a shoulder to lean on. Lord knows I've leaned on some shoulders over time. I've had some breakups. I've had some losses. And I've needed hugs, and I have given many hugs. So we all need somebody to give us a hug, some support for your cause. But after that, it is still up to you to move forward. Have you ever had the experience, this is back in the days when we had real telephones and not the cell phone, you know, you you break up with somebody and you call them and they and they talk to you all night long just to be there for you and they're helping you to feel good and then they have to go they say okay Rob you know I hope you're gonna be all right and then they hang up and then you're home alone again so so you are left to your own devices your own thoughts to figure it out and to stand up and move forward. How do you blame your wife for not being there for you when if you need that much help because you're so deep in your feelings, then in many ways you are not being there for yourself. 
this is why there is now there's such a thing as emotional intelligence. And this means that we have to learn how to be intelligent with our emotions. It, it, let me just see if I can make this simple for you. If you stand by and allow your thoughts about your feelings to take you to a place that you think it's okay to blame others for lack of your lack of emotional control, then in many ways you have lost your way. You have been hit over the head. We have to learn how to take control of our thoughts and our feelings that control or that that can take us to a dark place where we where we blame our spouse or best friend or brother or sister for not being there for for you. The truth of the matter is that we all grieve and mourn differently. I could have a smile on my face and be hurting so deeply. You could be crying a bucket of tears and not feel the same pain as me. You cannot measure how much a person loves you. You cannot measure how deep a person is hurt. You cannot measure these type of things. And so the truth is, is that we have to learn how to be there for ourselves. Think about this. If you take control of your thoughts by choosing to do so, then you can change the way you think. If you can change the way you think, you can change the way you feel. And if you can change the way you feel, then you can change the way you think. Now, I want you to think about that because what this is really about is understanding that our emotions are who we are. They are a big part of us. Our emotions affect every aspect of us how we feel, the decisions we make, what we do, how we react, and how we, how we respond. And with that said, I'm going to step aside to let a promo in, and we'll pick up the discussion on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg 
at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. Okay, welcome back to Station B.O.B. With that said, I think it's time for a laughter break. 2021 has passed. Can you imagine this? 2020 came with that pandemic. 2021, the pandemic waned, and then it picked up again. And now we're going into 2022 almost in the same way we went into 2020. What I'm saying is I really cannot believe how much time and how fast the time has gone. But there have been some tough times, and and we all may have experiences experienced some losses, some major ups and downs. But I'm just going to ask that we take a minute just to laugh. I'm sure something good happened in 2021, and plenty more good is going to happen in 2022. So let's take a minute to think about the goodness, think about something funny, and just laugh. I don't know what was so funny, but I I just feel like laughing myself. Okay, so back to the topic. I think the question is, what do we want from people at a time of loss? I mean, do you even know what you want from somebody else at a time of loss? How much can another person really do? For you, if you have fallen into some state just of emotional oblivion, how can you see anything that another person can do to be there for you? I mean, if your wife cheats on you or your husband cheats on you while you're mourning, then okay, I get it. That's a clear case of somebody not being there for you but to blame somebody for not being there for you while you mourn the loss of your loved one is a very unhealthy way to process your emotions now i am willing to bet that jalen rose's mother and his grandmother would not have wanted him to first blame his wife for not being there for him and then two to leave his wife instead of doing the worst thing to you the worst thing to your spouse during a time that you may feel like it's your worst time in life try to do some things different I mean, we we should mourn to heal. We should not mourn to hurt. We have to 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 work towards healing. That's what life is about. Not falling so deep into emotional oblivion that we cannot figure it out. 
So I just want to share with you some tips, you know, perhaps you could utilize during your toughest times in life, whether it's through loss of a job, through loss of a loved one, through a breakup, whatever your pain is, you know, mourn to heal, not to ruin your life and the life of others. I think one, you know, give yourself time to accept your feelings and and know that grieving is a process. There's no time limit on grieving. You know, some, some research shows that, you know, maybe grieving up to six months is would be considered normal. And then, you know, your grieving kind of sprinkles, sprinkles out into, you know, memories and, and hearing music and, and the holidays. But, you know, beyond six months, and again, I can't say how long you should grieve. But just understand that you, you grieve to heal. You don't grieve to hurt. Two, talk to others. Spend time with family and friends. Look at pictures. Accept what's happening. Death, loss, loss is a part of life. Trust me, I've been there. And most of all, take care of yourself during this time of mourning. Eat right. Go for walks. Run. Exercise. Get your hair cut. Get your hair did. Take in the comedy show. Get some longer lashes. Return to your hobbies. But most of all, know that your loved ones want you to be able to move on in a healthy and happy, wholesome way because we all know that one day the bell will toll for thee and you should not make your life worse because of a loss of a loved one. But instead, make it better because before you know it, your loved ones will be mourning for you. Remember, your happiness is your responsibility. You and only you can determine how happy you want to be. And with that said, I want to thank you for tuning in today. Once again, Happy New Year. We are now in the year of 2022. You can get my podcast anywhere you get your podcast from. Please follow me and subscribe to my podcast so you can stay up to date on on the latest life and love changing messages that come from this podcast. Jalen Rose, call your wife back and stop playing. That woman loves you, man. And remember, love is an action, not a word. And it's not supposed to hurt. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more. 
than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.